all of our chemistry is made up differently to some aspect. And some of us respond differently. Some of us are much more emotional than others. Some of us are very, very calm. And some of us just shove our emotions way down and forget about them. So this is why you have to learn who you are. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. All right, so as usual, I'd like to start off with a little bit of gratitude. So please, if you're here in the chat, let me know what you're grateful for today. I personally am grateful for my legs and the ability to go for a run this morning, even though I was exhausted and very sore. I'm grateful for my little man and the way he's slowly teaching me patience. <laughs> if anyone's got kids, they know that uh, they can be quite testing. Um I'm very grateful for my partner who's even more patient of me trying to deal with my little little man, um, but also the, just the joys and the laughter and the love that comes along with this lovely adventure. I'm also very grateful for the people that rock up here in the morning and have an input and um, share their thoughts, et cetera. It makes it easier for me. It makes it easier for us to learn and grow and discover and just bring, builds up about a bit of a community, which is amazing. Uh, I'm very grateful for finding this opportunity and having the opportunity to go down this path and uh, to learn how to make money from home and to stay at home and be with my kid and all the above. So if you've got some gratitude today, please put it in the chat. If you're not saying it out loud to yourself, at least write it down somewhere if you're not willing to share it in the chat because it will make a difference. You could be having the worst day. And if you're forced to find some gratitude in some area of your life, you'll soon realise that it's quite hard to do in a shitty mood. So. While we're here, there's I don't know, there's a, six or seven people here. Um, please share in the chat what you're grateful for today. Groceries in the fridge, that's great. Children keep teaching us patience, exactly. Many lessons along the way. Yeah, I've got many lessons to come. I'm only two months in, so I've got a, a long journey ahead of me, which I can't wait, but uh, many lessons to come indeed. Any couple of people grateful this morning? All right, well, feel free to chuck it in whenever you feel necessary. But what I wanted to talk to people about today, we're getting onto it. Um, the idea of identity, but also the idea of the emotional and the logical brain that we have in our bodies. So kind of having two brains. That's some more gratitude coming in here as well. More people sharing their knowledge. Beautiful partner, beautiful homes, great. Warm house, family health, being self-employed, yeah. All the things we can be grateful for. Thanks for sharing, everyone. So has anyone here read The Chimp Paradox? 
by any chance. No. Well, the chip paradox, in short, um, goes on to explain how we have different brains um, in in our mind. We have us like the emotional brain, the logical thinking brain, and the computer, and these different systems work sort of together. And I was actually listening to Mark Manson this morning, who wrote the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Has anyone read that book? Also a great book. Nope, doesn't seem like anyone's read that either. So two recommendations right there. Um, definitely check out both of those books. But Mark Manson, he was on Impact Theory, and he was discussing the same idea that is in The Chimp Paradox, um, something that I really, really like, and it was about the emotional brain and the thinking brain. And as we know as traders, the number one reason that most traders fail is, can anyone type in the chat? Freedom of animal children health. Mindset, yep. Well, one of the main, the main reason I was looking for is emotion. Emotion, emotion, emotion. Yeah, there it is. So as traders, we need to try and figure out a way of to remove to remove emotion from our day-to-day -day thinking. Well, not day-to-day, -day, just our on-chart thinking, shall we say, and trade with probability. Now, more often than not, people say that controlling the emotion not being able to control your emotion is a lack of discipline or a lack of willpower. And people, like I just said, say you need to control your emotion. But it's not so much about controlling your emotions, it's about understanding who you are as a person. And this is what I said yesterday. Mindset is all individual. It's all about yourself. It's different for everyone. It really does need you to understand you. And now if we're talking about these two minds, as the emotional mind, which basically... You have the emotional mind which basically grabs people, grabs your emotion, it reacts, it responds. In the chimp paradox, it's referred to as the chimp, hence the name of the book. Um, and it needs its time to let out its emotion. It needs to express itself. It needs to release whatever emotions are coming from within. And if we look at emotion on a biochemical level, we have thoughts which respond to previous memories, etc., which release certain chemicals in our body relative to um, the past experiences we've had, which we can talk about as our identity. And this then triggers certain feelings or certain waves of anger, frustration. Like you, you know when you feel an emotion and that's because there's an imbalance of chemicals inside our body. And so when this thought process or this, this past sort of revises itself and creates this chemical imbalance, we get these emotions. And so some of us, all of our chemistry is made up differently to some aspect, and some of us respond differently. Some of us are much more emotional than others. Some of us are very, very calm, and some of us just shove our emotions way down and forget about them. So this is why you have to learn who you are. And it's not so much about getting rid of the emotion, but understanding who you are and allowing the logical brain to talk to the emotional brain and coincide to make the right decisions. So I know that I personally am an emotional person. Um, and it's not so much about me not being emotional, but about me now accepting um, accepting the fact that I'm emotional and learning how to deal with that while I'm on the charts. So, for example, this morning I was trading as I do London Open, and I missed the, missed the run. It was a big run, and I didn't get in, and I was like, okay, fair enough. I should probably walk away. 
I got a bit emotional about the fact that I missed the run, but I accepted that and I acknowledged it. And I was like, yeah, okay, I know, I know to remove myself from this scenario. Um, and then I was waiting and I saw another little entry come through and I decided, oh, you know what, I can, this actually looks like an entry. I, I can enter on this because I missed the first run. And turns out that I took a loss on that. But what frustrated me was not so much about the fact that I took a loss, because as we know, as traders, that's just part of what it is. It was the fact that I had the emotions come within. I accepted them and I acknowledged them. I gave myself a logical response as how to deal with them. And then I chose to disobey that. And that's where my frustration came from this morning in, in my own, own well. But it's not so much about the fact that, oh, I'm annoyed that I got emotional that I missed the run. Oh, <coughs> yeah, but what I was annoyed about is that I, I felt my emotion. I connected with it from my logical brain. I gave myself a, a, a way out or a way to deal with it. And then I ignored that and then took a loss. And this is where we have to understand that these two brains that work parallel with each other really help to, to make us who we are. And so emotion being the number one thing that we tends to make traders fail is the one thing that we need to work on the most when on the charts, right? And how does that come? How does that develop? It comes from the mindset as we discussed yesterday. There's a few ways I believe that you can shift the emotion with your mindset. And I guess one being um, not so much acknowledging the fact that you're getting the emotion, but actually realizing what your relationship is. So with money, with lack of money, with um, uh, like success or failure, like when you, when you take a loss in a trade, do you see that as, oh, you're failing? Like, oh, I've made it an error. I'm stupid on this, whatever. You know, our words are very powerful. So we've got to be careful how we speak about ourselves. Or do you see it as, oh, no, I'm losing money. Like, I need my money. You know, what is your relationship to the action of trading? Is the relationship purely money based? Like, I need money. So here is the best way to make it. Is it, oh, I, I know I can do this and I'm failing when I'm when I lose a trade? what what is the sort of correlation you have to the success or the failures that you make on the charts and i think if we can go down those two avenues um, and really assess where you are in relation to those emotions on the chart we'll have a better understanding of moving forward does anyone have any questions relating to all that it's i know it's a bit convoluted um but i'm trying to get you to understand that we do have the two brains working parallel in our mind and we need to learn how to deal with both of them and how to teach them to work together. Does anyone have any questions? Is it making sense to anyone? Let's start with that. Yes, at least it's making sense to a couple people. Okay. Okay. That's good. So yeah, the books I was referring to before, The Chimp Paradox and The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. The Chimp Paradox is by here steve peters and the subtle art of not giving a fuck is by mark manson i believe both really good books and um, mark manson also is was the guy that i was listening to this morning and uh he talks about the same sort of concept so he was talking about fa failing those control failing to control emotional impulses most people talk about as lack of discipline or willpower but you know we've got to understand that it's most of us think that the logical mind is taking control of our brain and the emotions come in to persuade it and fluctuate it when really 
it's actually the emotional brain that's driving us and the logical brain that comes in to direct it and fluctuate it. Because if you think about something, like if you were to buy something, it's so much easier to buy something you want and then justify logically why you needed it later than it is to be told you need something and then feel great about it like instantly. Like if someone goes, oh, you need this because of X, Y, Z, you're like, yeah, I might. I don't really want it. Or if someone tells you, you know, go to a job, go for a job because you're going to be healthy. Like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I could and I will be healthier, but I don't really want to. And it takes a lot more persuasion because the emotional brain is what's leading us. And the logical brain is there to try and convince and persuade and adjust. And so when we are sitting in a logical manner and we're doing probability and we're looking at the charts and we're like, oh, yeah, cool. I make this makes sense. And then the emotion jumps in and takes over. And we're like, oh, why did I get so emotional so quickly? Does anyone have that when you're sitting on the charts and it just goes the wrong way quickly? And then you may do something stupid really quickly. And then you sit back and you're like, man, I know I know I'm better than that. Why did I why did I do this again? Like, and it just goes downhill super quick. Has anyone had that? Yeah, that's every time I overtrade, Jake. Yeah. And I overtrade a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Overtrading is definitely a number one aspect of this. And that's because your emotions uh, obey. They're just sitting, doing what they're meant to do happily. And then you're logically going, yeah, okay, this is a, prob a high probability chance of a good trade. And then, okay, I've entered it. And then it goes the wrong way. And then, boom, who jumps out? The emotional brain takes over and goes, nah, hang on. I want to get this back. Or I want a revenge trade. Or I want to, hang on, i got to make my money back, X, Y, Z. And for us emotional people, that's it takes over strong, right? <laughs> That's exactly me. Exactly me. Three wins, 3%, 10 wins, 10 losses, negative 3%. So, yeah, exactly. You can you lose quickly two, with emotion. Exactly. You have one, two, three trades and you make a good day. You have 10 trades and it's almost every time that it's a loss because you don't need those 10 trades to get your two, 3%. You need those 10 trades to try and try to make up for the loss and try to get back what you lost which is revenge tra trading which is emotional trading it's not logical anymore and so when you have those overtraded days they're almost always a loss or or they will be about the same as what your first two trades were you'll notice that you'll get one two trades maybe get like two and a half percent and you're aiming for four and then you'll have a whole bunch that make you lose win a little bit and then you might end up just about where you started after the second trade because you're lucky you, you went down and you came back to where you were and you're like, okay, I better leave it there before I make it worse again. So <laughs> understanding this, the emotional brain is actually the main driver of who we are. And it, it, you'll notice that you will find when you meet people, the characteristics of that person aren't defined by the logical discussion. You'll have a person and their persona, their being, who, who they are, how they act is more based on their emotions. Do they, you know, do they get really joyful and happy over, over a few comments or are they very quiet and calm and like, you know, very sad? Maybe you, you, you tend to not go, oh, this was a very, some people are very logically thinking and, and on first appearance, you might see that, but you don't really get a characteristic by their logical brain, do you? You get it by the emotional brain and the emotions they let out to you or the emotions they don't let out to you. And that's how we sort of perceive people as, as we meet them. And if we can understand that the emotional brain is the one driving us, not the logical brain, then we have the ability to not get upset at ourselves when emotion jumps in. What we need to do is strengthen our logical brain and get it to work 
alongside our emotional brain and say, oh, okay, my emotions are taking over here. Oh, I'm over trading here. I need to put in practice a logical set of steps. Like we have a trading plan for our trades to manage, to enter, et cetera, et cetera. All things which we I will hopefully go through as, as, the, as we progress with these calls. Um, but why not have a set of steps to address how to manage our emotions? The two things, that, well, yeah, the two major things I think in trading is finding your edge to getting the set of rules so that you can enter that the same way multiple times and then figuring out your emotions and figuring out how to handle that and address that the same way, depending on how you react to different situations and respond in the same way every single time. Would you agree in the chat? Let me know if you'd agree. Check some ones in the chat if you agree with the with that statement. Few ones. Yeah, there we go. So if we have a trading plan and a set of rules and a set of steps to take when we get something come on the charts that we like, why don't we have a set of rules or a set of steps to take that address our emotions so that we don't make the same mistakes? Often we'll have oh, we know that this is not a good time to enter a trade because of it being oversold on the TDI or because it's crashing right into the liquid 50 or one of the many reasons we have not to take a trade. But why don't we look at ourselves and go, this is not the right time to take a trade because I'm frustrated or I'm really sad or I'm actually over-exaggerated how happy I am at this thing and I think I can win a million one trades. The two biggest factors of trading I believe are the emotion and and getting a good strong strategy and we know that the strategy that all of us are working on works because it's been proven we have proof that it works the difference between all of us on this call is how we respond to every individual situation because our emotions are different for all of us there's no denying that and so we need to set up our rules for those or at least set up an understanding of who we are so that we we can withhold ourselves during those peak times because there's no denying that the, the skills we have or the skills that we are learning will make us money on the charts. Like there is proof that what we are doing can create results. The problem is we can't create those results because we can't understand ourselves. The mindset of who we are and who we want to be as traders isn't, isn't strong enough yet. And so I suppose this brings me on to the next point of identity. You know, do you identify as a day trader, a successful, consistent trader who's trading every day and knows what they're doing? Or do you still identify as someone who kind of does trading as a hobby and knows what they're doing? Or do you identify as someone who, oh, I've got this thing that's kind of cool that I do every now and again? Because how you talk about yourself and how you identify in relation to the results that you want and the goals that you're going to is going to make a huge impact on how fast you get there. Have you ever seen like a Formula One race driver go, oh, yeah, you know, I work at Coles, but I also like driving cars every now and again. No, they go, I'm a bloody Formula One race driver and I'm fucking amazing at it. And that's their identity. That's who they are. You look at Teresa, she's a seven-figure trader. That's who she identifies as, right? She doesn't identify, I mean, she doesn't identify as a mom. She's a great mom, but she doesn't identify as a mom from Alberta who just, you know, likes to play on the computers a little bit. She's a seven-figure trader. That's who she is. That's who she identifies as and she crushes it. You've got to start being the person and seeing yourself as the person you want to be, not just having this thing that you kind of like a bit, you know? The power is in your belief. 
And if you're telling yourself, like what what's the the narrative you're telling yourself? Like, oh yeah, maybe in 10 years I might get this like everyone else. No, that's not the narrative you should be telling yourself. You should be telling yourself that I know what I'm doing on the charts and I'm fucking great at it and I'm gonna make this work. And I'm gonna keep learning and keep taking the losses until I make it work. When you've got that belief about yourself, your why becomes powerful. The reason to get up in the morning and get on the charts becomes powerful. When you fuck up and make mistakes and get emotional, your want to get better becomes more powerful. And then your whole drive towards becoming a successful trader is much stronger than just going, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get there, I think. I'm I'm a worker that just like kind of likes to do this thing. Oh, yeah, sometimes on the mornings I like look at my computer and stuff. No. You're never going to make it. You're never going to go through the hard knocks. You're never going to take the losses. And, you know, ask my partner. I've been so emotional on my trading journey. I'll come in. I, I failed an FTMO challenge and come in crying like, I've done it again. I've ruined it. I suck at this. And then she's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, I know, but I want to kick and scream. My chip's going crazy. And what do I do? I get over it. I tell myself logically that, Jake, you've got a really strong emotional brain. Just reel it in. Pick up the pieces. Find out where you made your mistakes, learn from them and go again because you are a trader. You're a trader who helps others. You're a trader who takes classes. You're a trader who's strong in mindset and can teach people. Like I wouldn't be on these calls if I didn't have the belief in myself that I had some understanding of mindset that was going to help others. I'd feel like a fool if I was just sitting on here talking and having no idea about any of the things that I'm talking about. And I mean, sometimes you have to start that way. And sometimes you have to keep going down that path until you're like, oh, I actually do know what I'm talking about, right? But it's really important to identify the person that you want to be. The next thing that Mark Manson was talking about this morning, which I really liked, and I think his words were, um, you must choose your shit sandwich. And I think I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but it's pretty much along the lines of you must choose your shit sandwich. And what we mean by this is, no matter what you do in your life, no matter what it is, there will be some aspect of struggle. Unless you want to be a complete overweight couch slob who doesn't do anything. Actually, that's a lie because your struggle will be getting up from the couch to get more food. So no matter what you do in life, there's going to be a struggle. And you have to choose what struggle that is. Like, are you going to accept, like if you're a runner, are you going to accept the struggle of getting up every morning and going for a run? Like that's that's the choice. Like that's the struggle that I have to deal with. Or are you going to stay in your shitty minimum job wage, be happy going to work and just be like, my struggle is going to be always being financially dependent and always being struggling with finances? Or is your struggle, in, in my case, going to be, I'm going to have to deal with losses continuously until I get this sorted. I'm going to have to be okay with losing money or f being frustrated at learning a new skill. You know, I'm going to have to be okay at failing. My, my struggle that I'm, my shit sandwich is failing is okay. Like I have accepted the fact that I'm going to fail multiple, multiple, multiple times to get to where I want to be because that's the struggle that I choose. You know, no matter what it is you do, there's going to be some kind of struggle involved and you have to choose what struggle you want and accept the fact that there is struggle because nothing in life just comes easy. And if it does come easy, it's usually not worth getting. The reason we are all here is because we can see the potential. We know that there's something better out there. We know we want to advance ourselves further and progress more and have more out of life. And so we choose the struggle of learning a new skill, which is hard. 
and we choose the struggle of diving inside of ourselves and tearing up all those baseline emotions that we've got from whatever age it is and figuring out where we need to evolve ourselves, right? The next thing is also, um, what was that? Was I just going to say? No. That's two days in a row that my brain's gone wandering on me. Tell you what, baby brain, it's a real thing. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, I'll uh, move on to the next next thing I was talking about, and this was I found this quite funny because, as I said yesterday, I am from a science and engineering background, and I really like all things a little bit nerdy and sciency. And Mark Manson this morning, when I was listening to him, was talking about Newton's three laws of emotion. So anyone who likes physics out there, you know Newton's three laws. Um, but this is his three laws of emotion. So if you actually study Newton, you know, he was an incredible, incredible man. He came up with a lot of good things, but he was actually a very troubled man. He was a bit of a head case. You know, he was very emotionally just um, dysfunctional. He had all kinds of issues growing up and stuff like that. And, I mean, unfortunately, lots of the geniuses out there are. Um, but, yeah, he had a lot of emotional turmoil, shall we say. But the three laws of emotion newton's newton's three laws of emotion that uh, mark manson was referring to was number one for every action there is an equal or opposite emotional reaction so this goes down the path of saying emotion is just a response to pain right we remove the pain we have a positive emotion if we add the pain we have a negative emotion if you have an issue of some sort and you remove that pain from your life you're going to feel good you're going to feel achieved. You're going to feel accomplished. You're going to feel happy about it. If you're in a situation and someone adds some negative emotion, then you tend to feel frustrated, anger, whatever it is, disappointed, sad. Now, this sort of delves on to the other point of mine where life is all about pain, the pain-pleasure balance. Like if you can almost whittle every part of life down to the pain-pleasure balance. There will be some people in our trading group who are here to remove a certain pain from their life. They're in a point of struggle, whether it's financial, whether it's um, time restricted, whatever it is, they want to remove that emotional baggage, that, that, that pain that they're feeling. And that's a part of their why is to remove that pain so that they can get into a less painful spot or a better spot or even a positive um, place. There's others, same course of action, but we might be very happy, but we want to add more positive um emotions to our life we want to increase our income flow we want to travel more we want to have more time whatever it is they're usually the same but some will be running away from the pain some may be running towards the uh, the pleasure of what it might be but every aspect of your life you can you can boil it down to some kind of pain pleasure balance if you're frustrated there's a little bit of pain that's going on there's something boiling down and you need to balance that more to the pleasure side and sometimes if you are always just doing whatever is good and there's always pleasure, you know, for example, drug addicts, stuff that always trying to chase this high, you know, there there is an opposite end to that balance scale. So we're always trying to find this, this balance. And for every action, there is an equal and opposite emotional reaction, meaning that everything we do will have to some degree a positive or negative emotional impact on our life. And the more we can understand this, the more we can fluctuate it and understand ourselves and adjust to it and not be so swung left or right or not get into a trade and then 
blow our whole account because we've just spent another 10 trades trying to get it back and blown everything up. You know, we have to understand that with every action, there is an equal and opposite. So when you take a negative trade and you take a loss, yeah, it sucks. But you know what? There's 101 more trades coming. You can take another positive trade and that entire emotional frustration will be gone and you'll be in a positive state. Everything, Nothing is final. Everything changes, okay? So number two, and this is kind of the identity that I was talking about a little bit at the start. So our self-worth or our identity is equal to the sum of our emotions over time. Now, if you think about that, I thought this was really powerful. Our identity or who we identify as is simply all of our emotions stacked from birth to now in a certain way, making us who we are or making us the idea of who we believe to be. Because who we are is simply all the, the ideas that we have of ourselves from the the past and all the things we've done and how we perceive ourselves to be. So if we think, oh, I have, I don't know, I ran a 10K run in my life and that is such a great achievement for me. I am a fit, healthy, positive person. Or someone else might say, oh, I only ran 10Ks. I should be running a marathon. I'm sad, disappointed and miserable at it. It's all about your own perspective and who you identify as is purely the sum of the emotional journey you've had in your life. And if if we can understand this concept, it's really quite interesting. Like if we can understand that the person we identify as, which will end up being the person that we share to the world because of the way we think about ourselves, is purely based on how we believe our past experiences have had and the emotions that they have had on us, then we can easily transition and change any aspect of those or go back to the most painful emotions and start tearing them apart and figuring out why they're there and change how we feel about those circumstances or change our perspective on those big emotional traumatic things, which will in turn change the layers of emotion and change the way we perceive ourselves and change how we identify as, as ourselves, which can easily lead to different actions and different um, results in any area of our life. And if you've seen my little wire chart that's getting right down to the level and shifting some of that emotional turmoil or some, some of that subconscious beliefs from emotion that we've had as a younger age and getting a different perspective on it so that you can shoot off into a new direction, into a new identity shall we say. So our identity is equal to the sum of our emotions over time. The faster we can learn that, the better I think we'll be because we can easily change those. So um, which brain isn't developed. Yeah, so the painful feelings we get at the moment, for example, our emotional brain, someone might say something really rude to you, but as an adult, you go, ah, maybe they were not feeling the best today. Maybe their baby kept them up all night and they're a little bit grumpy. You know, they probably didn't mean that. I, I can I can brush that off. I've got a logical aspect to this, even though it hurt me. You know, I'm not going to take too much offense to this because there's lots of other extenuating circumstances. But when we're younger, it hits our emotional brain, say we're like five or six or seven, where our prefrontal cortex hasn't developed enough and we haven't got that logical emotional connection. And someone says, oh, you're you're super slow or you're stupid or whatever it is. We can't break down the logical aspect and go, oh, you know, maybe they were just saying this or maybe it's because of this. You go, eh, <laughs> I'm stupid, and it sticks with you. And that's how you identify with for X, Y, Z amount of years until you can realize that, hang on, 
at that point in time, I didn't have the ability to change this logical thought. I'm actually not like that. Let's shift the emotions that I held towards that experience in my life. And now I can identify as someone who's not stupid. In fact, I'm actually quite smart. In fact, I'm actually doing something completely different to what I ever thought I would do because I now have a different point of view on who I identified myself to be. Does this make sense to people? There's a lot of information there. So I hope I'm um, connecting with some people here and it's making a bit of sense. Right? It does? Okay, good. Perfectly perfect. That's what I want to see. Great information. Cool. So the third and final um, law, Newton's third law of emotion, by as of Mark Hansen, is our, identify, our identity will continue to be our identity until an external force acts or new experience is goes against us. So we identify as whoever we are. And I'm sure most people before they come in, came into trading would have identified as a certain type of person, whether you knew it or not, whether it was a conscious identity or a subconscious identity, you would have identified and had the characteristic traits of a particular person due to the emotional backlog of your life so far. However, this is where, where I say there's two ways to change our habits, beliefs, behaviors through repetition or shock tra trauma. If someone goes through a very tragic accident, has this big shock in their life, has something drastic happen to them, they will very quickly identify as someone different. If you've, ever been, if you've ever met anyone who's been in a serious car accident, they no longer identify as the person they were before that car accident. They identify as someone who has been in a serious car accident and has moved on from it. Anyone who's beaten cancer, they identify as a cancer survivor. These huge traumatic experiences can shift your identity within a matter of seconds, months, or years. Now, I hope that traumatic and horrible experiences don't happen to people. So the way that we do that is we find something passionate, we find something new, we find something we're excited about, aka trading, and we repeatedly do something that's new with a different frame of mind, with a different attitude, and with emotion to slowly shift ourselves change who we believe we're to be and move ourselves forward into a different identity so that we can identify as a new person with a new identity moving forward. And I've said this before many a time, and I'll say it again, the person you were coming into trading is not going to be the person that's going to leave trading as a seven-figure trader. You may leave trading not as a seven-figure trader and be the same person, or you'll change, you'll develop, you'll grow, and you'll get a new set of skills, and then you'll become your six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure trader, whatever you want to be with that new identity, with that new skill set, with that new level of person, shall we say. Right. That was a mouthful. I didn't even get a sip of water. Um, I hope that made sense to people. So the, just to recap, we've got the emotional brain and the intellectual, uh, the logic brain. Um, both working together. So this is actually the chimp and the human in the chimp paradox. And then there is also the computer. Now, this computer is a subconscious mind. That's like the programming that we've got. That's like what we body just our body just does. And that's a whole other level to get into when we're diving in and changing the subconscious um, area. That's the computer. But for now, we have the chimp and the human, which is the emotional and the logical brain. And they do work independently of each other, but we need them to work together so that we can grow our skills and control our emotions while on the charts. Um, then we have the identity and the Newton's three laws of emotion. The first law being for every action, there is an equal and opposite emotional reaction. 
The second being our self-worth is equal to the sum of our emotions over time. And the third being our identity will continue to be our identity until an external force acts upon it or a new experience goes against it. Right. I hope that made sense to a lot of people. I hope that hit home and blew some minds of someone listening to this. Now, if anyone has any questions in the chat, please feel free. We've got a couple minutes left and then we'll be leaving it there. We must grow emotional as we grow with our new skills. Exactly. This was so good, Jake. Thank you. I'm hoping um, that, like I said, I'm just trying to teach or share my takeaways from the things that I'm learning and progressing. It actually works really well for me because I get to summarize all the stuff I've learned. Um, and so please, if you have any questions, if you have any discussion points, if you have any add-ons, I'm always open to hearing them. Thank you for your reminder to be who I am becoming. That's a really good point. You have to be okay with being who you want, you are becoming. So many people don't progress in life. They stay where they are because they're afraid of change. They don't want to become this new person. They're scared of their old community, their old friends, the old environment that they're in, judging them on the new person they're becoming. If someone goes, oh, man, you've changed. Fucking great. You want to change. If you haven't changed, you're not going anywhere. You're staying exactly where you are. And if you're miserable in that place, you better fucking change and do it quickly because otherwise you're going to stay miserable. Be okay with being who you're becoming. It's the best part. Embrace it. Love it and run with it because that's why we change. That's why we grow. That's why we develop is because we want to become something better than what we are right now. Well, I do anyway. I'm not saying that for everyone, but generally speaking, I believe that's why people do it. Right. Very great way to start the trading day. Yeah, I try to, I'm trying to relate Tuesdays much more to trading um, than everything else. So I'm hoping that this was a little bit more relatable for a lot of us on the charts. Um, so good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this perspective. Very helpful. All right, everybody. I hope you have an amazing day. Um, I'm about to end right here. Find some gratitude for our traders. I will see you in about five, 10 minutes on our trading call. And for the rest of you, I love you and I'll leave you and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks, Jake. Bye-bye. Bye. Great stuff, Jake. Thank you. I'm loving and running with it. Perfect. Love it. See you soon, Mike. Thanks, Jake. You're welcome.